Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechtas Psachim, Perik Zayin, Mishnah Yud Gimel, finishing the Perik, moving on to Perik Ches, Mishnah Aleph. The halach is that each carbon Pesach had to be eaten, Limanuyov, with its own Chabura, with its own group, and two groups couldn't mix and mingle. What happens if you have two groups eating in one big ballroom in the Pesach Hotel in Jerusalem? What should they do? Shei Chaburos, you have two Chaburos, two groups. Shei Ochlem Ba'as Echad, they're eating in one room. Each group should turn their faces as in face one direction and The other group should turn the other way and eat in that way. In this way, it's this clear delineation that there are two separate groups. You should put something in the middle in order to, again, show that they are two separate groups. You don't need a mechitzah. You can even use if there's a kettle of water there. Typically, they had water water on the tables. Actually, they didn't drink water back then. Wine was the beverage of choice, but they would use water to dilute the wine. So even that kettle is enough to place between the groups to show that you have two separate groups. Now, what happens if you have a waiter? You have a Jewish waiter who is waiting on both groups, but he's actually partaking only in one of the groups, obviously, because you, you can only partake in one group, and he has to partake in one of them. What should he do, though, when he wants to go serve the other group? Because if he goes to serve the other group, it's going to look as if he's serving, he's now eating from both groups. He should close his mouth and turn his face. So he should go and pour water for the other group, or pour the wine for the other group, or dilute the wine for the other group, but he should keep his mouth closed and his face turned, so it's very clear that he's not eating from that group. And this way, again, it's a clear delineation that everyone's keeping to their respective groups. Once we're on this topic of uh, groups, you have a kala bride who may be embarrassed because she knows everyone's looking at her and see what her shaita looks like. So she can turn away and eat, uh, turn away to eat, and we're not concerned. It's, it's as if she's isolating herself from a group. She's only doing it because she's embarrassed to be looked at while she's eating. All right, Perak Ches Mishnah Aleph discusses when you have a person who has multiple people who register them for different carbonos, for different groups. Excuse me. So the case here is Aisha. You have a woman, Vismanchi based Bala. A woman lives with her husband, and her husband goes ahead and registers her to eat with his carbon. But her father also takes the initiative and registers her to eat with his carbon Pesach. Well, where does she go? Haisha Bismanchi based Baila, assuming that she's living with her husband, if her husband includes her in his group and the father includes her in his group, she goes with her husband. We assume that's what she wanted. Again, at the end of the day, it goes after the intention of the person. You can't choose on someone else's behalf, but we're going to assume a woman typically wants to eat with her husband, and therefore she's going to say to her father, I appreciate it, but I didn't really want to eat with you. I want to be with my husband. What happened to Halloween last days of year? The custom was, and some say this is still the custom, the first holiday after one gets married, the woman goes back to her father's house, or the, the, the couple goes back to her father's house. Well, in this case, it's the woman who goes back to her father's house. So then, then we, we're on there now. It's the first holiday, first regal, first Pesach after she gets married, and her father and her husband both include her in her group. So rather than saying we assume she wants to be with her husband, we say to her, we say to her, you can really eat wherever you want. Now she can't wait till last minute and then go, but we, she she can decide now where she wants to go, and that will be Kovei, that will establish which Pesach group she's going to be part of. In a similar case, Yasim, you have an orphan, and the orphan has guardians who take care of him. And in this scenario, he has two, or she has two different guardians. Each guardian shechs the Karim Pesach with the intention that the Yasim, the orphan, will eat with them. So therefore, the orphan can choose which guardian he wants to go to. If you have an Eved, this is a Canaanite slave, 
and both owners register. It's, again, it's owned by two owners, and both of them register um, the slave to eat with him. He can't eat with either of them because we assume that the owner is only registering the half of the slave he owns. I mean, let's say the slave is worth, he only owns half. Each one jointly owns the slave. We don't say when they jointly own the slave, they jointly own the whole slave. Rather, we say they only join, they only own half the value of the slave. So the owner of half the of half the slave is only registering the half that he uh, he owns, and therefore, since he didn't register it fully, therefore the slave is not able to partake from either of them. A fasting halachi of a person who is owned by two people, and then one of the people gets up and frees him. So now he's half free, but he's still half owned by the uh, the first owner. Again, own, two people own this person. Person number one gets up and says, "You're free," but he can't totally free him because person number two has to agree. So the, now the evidence in limbo. He's half free. Uh, we cannot eat from his, his owner's offering because the owner can only include him for the part that he owes, owns of him, but he doesn't own him freely, and therefore he is stuck. I wish you all a wonderful day.